Hey guys, welcome to the White Linen Walk podcast. This podcast is all about growing in your walk with Christ. From your attitude to evangelizing, from how to walk out a godly romantic relationship, to how to overcome depression and anxiety. This is for the Christian girls out there that are longing to become the Christian women God desires them to be. Stay fresh. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the White Linen Walk podcast. Oh my gosh, today we are going to be talking about a giving heart and what it looks like to um, reflect like the heart of the Father to love like Christ um, through literally just like giving, through being generous, through being kind-hearted. Um, but what we're going to be talking about mainly is how you can show the love of Christ through giving. And um, the reason why I wanted to talk about this or why it like came up, which um, I don't really know if this uh, podcast yet is going to be like this episode is going to be um, kind of like a uh, like teaching or more of just like a talk. Uh, we'll like figure it out as we go. But uh, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because um, recently with my church that I attend, uh, a lot of you out there probably have either um, done this at one point or um, your church is going to do it or you are doing it right, right now, um, is working with uh, Samaritan Purse's Operation Christmas Child. And so that is what my church just did. We um, got all the boxes. to. Um, today was the last day to get them all in. And it was a whopping number. It was a huge number of uh, boxes that were brought in. And it was just so awesome because... Um, they talked about how each box that you pack, each box that you give out is not just a box and it isn't just a box. It is someone's life. It's somebody, somebody's life that you are impacting. It goes to, um, someone that is in need of something. And it's, it's really interesting. I think, um, the, um, Operation Christmas Child, because it's, like, it's sharing, like, it's sharing the gospel of Christ in a way that isn't so, like, like, some would think, like, in an instance, like, you can have people just being, like, oh, like, the gospel, this and this and this, and, like, preaching and stuff is, like, the only way to deliver, like, the gospel message, but, um, watching like testimonies through videos that the church has shown as well as like watching um testimonies of my own on YouTube or like um like having been involved in Operation Christmas Child for years um back at my old church actually my family and I uh we've been packing boxes since I was maybe like six or seven years old and 
throughout the years, it was like kind of a, tr- a family tradition that we did. And it, um, it was just really awesome because it's, you think about it, these boxes, like I said earlier, aren't just boxes that you're packing with like toys and like toothbrushes and everything, but it's so much more than that. And in that, like, that is also sharing the gospel in that action. It is a way of like evangelizing. It's an, uh, it's a way of showing others that you love them, that Jesus loves them, that they are cherished in the eyes of the father, that they do have, um, a father in heaven that cares for them and is watching out for them and is, um, sent his only son to die on the cross for him or for him or her to, uh, wash them white as snow to give them hope and a future and eternal life. And so, um, yeah, I, packing a shoebox, if your church is doing that, if your church, um, like is doing that right now or is planning on doing it, uh, and you haven't, uh, gotten to do that, or maybe your church isn't doing it and, but you know of a church that is, I would encourage you if you are led to, and I, I just, I mean, I'm encouraging you. So I think obviously that like, it would be a good idea to do it because you will be impacting somebody's life. Um, go get a box. It doesn't even have to be like an official Christmas child shoe box. It could be a shoe box that you, um, have laying around and, um, or if you want to go to like, if you have bought a new pair of shoes and you have a box, like use that box or like, (laughs) I don't, I don't even know if it has to be like an official shoe box. I think it has to be that size, but like, um, regardless, like they aren't hard to come by. So grab one and go shopping and impact someone's life. Like it will make a difference. And it really is. I actually learned this recently. I had no idea, but apparently they only get one shoebox like their entire life. Like they don't get to open another Christmas shoe, uh, Operation Christmas Child shoebox any other time in their life. So when it says like ages like four to seven or like, um, two to five or I don't even know what the ages are but like 10 to 14 I know that one is one for sure because that's the one that I marked but um when you mark that age group for like that's the only box that they're ever going to get so like if someone gets it when they're two or four they're not going to get another one when they're like 10 or 14 or like 15 or whatever like that's the only box that they'll ever get so when you fill it, fill it with knowing that too, that like when you are making an impact, you are that one person or family. If you do it with your family, that will ever get to impact their life in that way of a Operation Christmas Child Shoebox. So, um, there, what the re the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because when I was going shopping for my shoebox, I, um, or for my kid, (laughs) for my kid, not the, well, like, yes, the shoebox, but for my girl, like, originally I went in on it, like, looking at it like that, like, I was looking at it like, okay, what do I, what am I gonna get for my shoebox to fit in it, 
um, what, what do I need for, like, to, uh, like, necessities to fill it, like, what are, um, things that would be good to, like, compact in there and everything and whatever, and I, I started looking at it, um, I was looking at it originally, like, okay, how can I fill this shoebox, how can I fill this shoebox, and then, like, I, I got convicted by the Holy Spirit a little bit because it wasn't, like I was saying earlier, it's not a, it's not a shoebox. It is a person's life. And so, um, I, I paused for a second. I had to step back because I was like, whoa, like I'm not shopping to fill this. I'm, I'm shopping to impact someone's life. And when I looked at it from that perspective, um, of of changing someone's life and speaking into their life and what do they need? What would they want? Like I took a step back and I was like, Oh God, like, thank you for like opening up my eyes to this and showing me that like, like I had been a bit dense about it because I was like, Oh yeah, like we're impacting someone's life. But like, like, you're being generous in the fact of, like, you're being a giver. You're giving to the needy. You're giving to those who don't have what you have. You're giving to someone who can't afford this stuff. You're giving to somebody who doesn't have access to this stuff. Like, why do you think that they say, oh, like, put a hairbrush in there or put, like, um, a mirror in there? Or if you want, like, put a little Bible in there or, like, even, like, underwear or pads, like, for girls or um, like a flashlight or whatever you, like, it lists in there is because sometimes, like, these kids just don't have access to stuff like that, and when you give them that shoebox, it literally is just such, it's, like, so impactful because, um, I actually got the privilege to talk to somebody, um, and they also shared their testimony, um, publicly, but, that this person ended up talking about how they were one of the people who received a box when they were a kid and how taken aback they were um at the fact that some person some girl in America took the time out of her day to go um to the store to buy um gifts for someone they had never even met for someone who, um, they just, they didn't even know, and, but the impact on that person's life from receiving that, sharing, um, their testimony now, today, like, as an adult, as someone who has now moved to America, um, he shared with that, that girl, um, that, like, the impact and the amazing, like, heart behind it, like, the love that he felt, because she, she had never even met him, and, like, that, to me, just shines with the love of Christ, it just shows so much of, like, how much something so, that seems so little to us, um, is actually so big to them, because it's just so, like, 
it's just so out of left field of like, oh my goodness, like, why would this person even like get this for me? Like, they don't even know me. And it's like, it's kind of like here in America, in a way of like, if you pay for someone's groceries in front of you, or like you talk to like the cashier, and they're like, they comment on something that you buy. Um, Like, I believe it was Mark... Uh, I might be getting his name wrong. <laughs> Forgive me if I am, but I think his name is um, Mark Bevere or something like that. And he uh, shares how he was going through the line at, I think, Costco or something. And the cashier, she was like, oh my gosh, like, those are so good. Like, I love those. You're going to love it. Like, they're great. And he was like, have you eaten today? Like, I think it was, like, I don't know if it was Costco. It may have been somewhere else, but whatever he got, it was, like, something that you could eat, like, then or something. I don't know, but he was, like, hold on, and he walks away from the register, and he comes back with another one, and keep in mind, like, okay, I think it was, like, some type of steak or something like that, but it was really expensive from what he shared, which is why she's only had it, like, once or twice, but he went and he grabbed one and he rung it through and then after she finished ringing him up he ended up giving her that as a gift and he was like this is for you to enjoy when you get home or like whenever you're able to eat it and she was like are you serious like are you kidding me like like oh my gosh and I think she like got brought to tears because she just did not like expect that and it was so generous so kind and then another time he shared how like he would go to this um I think it was Whole Foods or something like that it was someplace that was really really healthy some market that's just like super clean um some of you probably know what I'm talking about (laughs) I can't recall but um he said that there was this one girl um one cashier that just had, like, crazy colored hair, like, she would have different colored hair every single week he would go, and he would always purposefully go to her line, um, specifically, just to be a light to her, and, like, everyone in the, in the market knew him, um, as Mark, they were, like, they would be, like, oh, hey, Mark, hey, Mark, instead of, like, Pastor Mark or Reverend Mark or whatever his, um, title officially is, but, um, they, they would always just love how, like, full of light he was, and how, um, just, like, bright he was when he would come in, and he didn't tell them his occupation, because he didn't want to be, like, treated differently, or he didn't want them to really, like, like, he didn't want to, like, um, flaunt it, or, like, display it, just because he wanted them to know him as, like, Mark, the guy who's, like, super cool and nice, (laughs) But one day, this cashier, like, this girl, she, he came through a line, and she started crying, and he was like, why are you crying? And she was like, I just found out that I have to move to a different state because her, I can't remember if it was her grandpa that was sick and that was going to die from um, some illness or something like that, but... Uh, she was like, I have to move there to take care of him and my grandma, and she was like, but you know, like, the one thing that I'm gonna miss most about this place, she was like, it's not working here, it's not, 
um, the people, it's not anything, like, it's not my home, it's not XYZ, but she was like, I'm gonna miss you, because every day that I, I see you, every time you come in, you are just the nicest person to me, you and your family have changed my life just by coming in and being so kind-hearted to me, and being just so nice, and, like, having a heart of love, like, being just generous, like, towards her with, like, the compassion of the Lord, the care of the Lord, like, just being so generous with his time as well. Like, it's not just, like, physical things that we can be generous with. I think it's, like, also being generous with your time or generous with, um, like, your words or generous with your attention. Like, like how do you show generosity to people? How do you... um like, because he ended up doing it in multiple ways, and it's, like, how he worded it, in a way, was a form of honor, like, it was honoring, not just being generous, but he was honoring them for, like, treating them how Christ sees them and everything, but he totally changed her life just by being generous with his time with her, and with these shoe boxes or with, like, us, like, um, apart from the shoe boxes and apart from the story about, um, Mark, it's like, if we just pause for a moment and see what the word says about being generous, like, how is that going to shift in our hearts? Like God tells us to be generous over and over throughout the word. And he tells us to be loving and kind. And it's like, to care for the needy is something that is just so so next level because you have to really like pause and take time like be generous with your time be generous with um like giving whatever that looks like if it's money or if it's your time if it's just again your words or whatever it's like being intentional about it and acting out the word of god and being generous to others but um because it'll change people um, it says in Proverbs eleven twenty five, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So whether, again, giving words, like, that's scripture. And then um, I think this is uh, 2 Corinthians, um, let's see, I think it's 9, chapter 9, 6 through 8, and... Um, Actually, no, not 6 through 8. I apologize. (laughs) Um, It's 10 through... Well, we'll start at 10, and then we'll read um, until it seems good to stop. (laughs) But it says, um, Now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing, that is, your resources, and increase the harvest of your righteousness which shows itself in active goodness, kindness, and love. You will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous, and this generosity administered through us is producing thanksgiving to God from those who benefit. For the ministry of this service offering is not only supplying the needs of the saints, God's people, but is overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. So like I was saying, like words, giving of money, like... um giving of time, like, it's, it's different expressions of being thankful to the Lord. It's like when you're thankful to God in all things, you're going to be generous in like all things. Um, because of this act of ministry 
they will glorify God for your for your obedience to the gospel of Christ, which you confess, as well as for your gener- generous participation in this gift for them and for all the other believers in need. And they also long for you while they pray on your behalf because of the surpassing measure of God's grace, his undeserved favor and mercy and blessing will, uh, which is revealed in you. Now thanks be to God for his indescribable gift, which is precious beyond words. So um, I screenshotted this to read later. I cut off <laughs> I cut off the chat or the book of the Bible. I think this is second Corinthians. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that was ten through fifteen. And then um I want to read Matthew twenty six, six through thirteen. Um I just want to read it really quick and then um comment on it. Um I feel like this is gonna tie in. <laughs> Stay with me here. Uh yeah, okay, I'm just gonna read it, y'all. I'm just gonna read it. Okay, so Matthew twenty six, six through thirteen. While Jesus was in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste? they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. Okay, and so then it keeps going. But um, the part that I want to like focus on is like when the disciples were like, Why this waste? Like blah 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 and it's like I want to look at it from the perspective of like the world versus like the believer and like the heart of a believer and the heart of someone of the world or focus on worldly things and it's like being generous to someone that you've never even met or something like that like it kind of ties back into the beginning of what we were talking about it's like people can't comprehend why sorry Guys, I got rudely interrupted via phone call, <laughs> so it got cut off the last few seconds. So I apologize, but and and it's not it wasn't rude. I'm sorry. I was I'm just joking around, but um, that's why there's an awkward like cut in between these two recordings. Okay, anywho, anywho, um, people of this world are going to always be continuously baffled at like um why people are so generous to strangers like why believers are so generous to people they've never even met because they just don't get it and the reason why they don't get it is because we're giving from a heart of Christ we're giving from a heart to give thanksgiving to God we're giving from a generous heart to show the love of Christ and like when you do that people of this world, like, people who have worldly views, people who just see that as a waste of money, or, like, in this instance of, uh, the, um, <clears throat> sorry, the disciples, they saw that, like, pouring of the, of the, uh, perfume, or the, was it, was it perfume? Let me see. Yeah, it was perfume, as such a waste because it's like dude that's so much money it's like if if someone were to say that for like something today of like why would you like like just (laughs) I don't know why but like filet mignon like why would you give that to like like um 
I don't know, like a homeless person or something like that, or like somebody you've never even met, like, you know, it's just like, oh, like, because that's showing the love of Christ, and my heart wants to give because I love them as Christ loves me, and God tells me to give to the needy, to give to the poor, to love the poor, to be generous to the poor, and people of this world, they won't understand, but that's why it's so important to continue, even though they don't understand, to be the light, to be, um, the city on the hill, to be the alien to this world, and through that, um, yeah, you, you, people will see Christ in you, and sometimes you're the only Bible that anyone is going to ever read, so I encourage you guys, Operation Christmas Child or otherwise, be a light and be generous and be giving because that pleases the Father, especially when we help those who cannot help themselves. I pray that you guys have a blessed night, a blessed evening, a blessed day whenever you're listening to this podcast, and I hope it helped. It was kind of me just rambling, um, but I hope you got some good nuggets out of it, and I look forward to our next episode of the White Linen Walk podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.